welcome to the Skin in the City podcast. The city may not be for everyone, but skin is. I'm Casey Boone. And I'm Haley Kerfis, and we're here to have some fun. After 15 years in the beauty industry, I know a few things about skin. Join me and my friends to learn all about skincare, being an esthetician, and what it takes to be in this industry. This week's episode is brought to you by Spa and Equipment. You guys are always asking me where I buy my equipment, where my favorite equipment is, and most of my equipment, including my favorite steamer, the Katana steamer, and my favorite chair, the Esthetician chair, are both from Spa and Equipment. So if you've been thinking about buying some equipment, I highly recommend you also sign up for their pro membership. It's $99 for the year. And that is going to give you free shipping on every single order. Not only do you get free shipping on every order, but you also get discounted rates and special promotions. All you need to do is go to spaandequipment.com and you're going to sign up for the pro membership. Again, you're going to go to spaandequipment.com. And when you're purchasing any equipment, don't forget to use code K-A-S-E-Y for 5% off your order. Let's get into the episode. Happy Monday and welcome to Skin in the City podcast. The city may not be for everyone, but skin is. I'm Casey Boone. And I'm Haley Kerfis. We're excited to have you here today. And we're excited to have a very special guest. She is an angel. Literal angel. She is a virtual esthetician. She is. And she is Tessa Zolli. And she is such a bright light in this community. We've had her on before. We've been on her podcast. I just adore her and I love all the content she puts out. The other day, we had this podcast already planned, and the other day Mm -hmm. she shared this slightly (laughs) traumatic event of a facial she had. Facial horror stories. A little bit of a facial horror story. You guys know that I don't typically like anything like... Like, I don't like a negative undertone, but I don't think this is a negative podcast at all. I think it's I don't actually think so. super positive, mm-hmm. but she shares her negative experience, mm-hmm. and I just think this conversation is so beneficial mm. on so many different levels. It is. We're talking about intention in the treatment room. We're talking about confidence as an esthetician and just how we need a gold standard mm. for facials, for just services altogether yeah just industry-wide industry-wide yeah gold standard so Mm -hmm. i'm claiming this (laughs) the glow skincare tessa zolli gold standard for spa services i'm literally at the point where i'm like we need to have like a spa rescue you know literally i know like a spa rescue. it would be so fun oh my god so fun in our free time yeah in our free time yeah after the magazine comes out tomorrow then we can go ahead and start doing spa rescue right So if you're listening today, it's October 25th. Tomorrow is October 26th, which is actually mom and dad's birthday. Happy birthday, mom and dad. Happy birthday, mom and dad. Yes, mom and dad have the same birthday. Mm -hmm. It is also the launch of our fourth and final issue of Skin in the City magazine for 2021. Holy shit. Peel season. Peel season with a major twist of animal print it's so cute it's so freaking cute 
you know, when we were planning this, you know, I told Haley, I'm like, this is the fall issue. Of course, you think fall and pumpkins and Halloween mm-hmm. and pumpkin mm-hmm. spice lattes, which ugh, we all love, right? I love yeah. fall. I love a good pumpkin, anything. Anything. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yawn, snore. Yeah. Like, I want something that's like not just a basic pumpkin. Right. So Haley Always. came up with animal print, which, yeah. I mean, easy transition. Yeah, I got like a really hard and easy yes from Casey on that one. So genius. Right. So Thank we you. really took the animal print theme like, all the way through the magazine. Yep. If you're not a Skin in the City member, you can sign up now. We're going to leave the link in the show notes. If you also go to GlowSkinCareLA.com, you can sign up for Skin in the City membership. Mm-hmm. It's $2.99 a month. Booyah. And you're getting all free, all four mm-hmm. of the magazines that's mm-hmm. included in the membership. Yep. You're also getting 10% off the entire website, mm-hmm. 50% off our educational videos, which we have a new one coming soon, mm-hmm. wink, wink, yep. and also exclusive merchandise. Like, you can buy the print version of the magazine. Mm-hmm. You can also buy the skin cropped hoodie, mm-hmm. and we'll probably have some more stuff coming soon. Yep. So, if I haven't sold you yet, I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> but I promise you it's worth it. So many of you guys always tell me, like... That, you know, you're bummed you didn't sign up or you didn't buy the print magazine in time. So go get it tomorrow. You're yep. not going to want to miss this. Mm-hmm. And if you have all four of the magazines, it's so cute mm-hmm. to like rip out the pages, hang them in your spa, or you could even put the magazines out in your lobby for your clients to read. Yeah, it's like, perfect. So cute. So cute. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into the episode let's get into the episode enjoy this episode where we're talking about confidence and intuition with one of our sd besties tessali so i think we talk about what you're talking about on the podcast or not the podcast on instagram the other day because I feel like there's so many things that we could go over and there's no like gold standard, right? Of facials of services, but why can't we make one? Exactly. I feel like it's almost up to us who've been in the industry and those of us who've experienced great treatments or given great treatments or given not so great treatments we've learned along the way. And I wouldn't know if somebody didn't tell me. And that's what I was thinking about too. Like the first job I had, my boss was a Cosmo and she didn't necessarily know these little things to look for Mm -hmm. in a treatment. So every time I gave her a facial, she was like, great, great, perfect. Like you're good to go. And then when I got into my next job, it was just kind of a reality check because my boss told me how it was and it's hard in the moment to hear the criticism, but it's just, it's necessary. And I'm glad the response I got from Estes was all positive and just like, thank you for sharing. Like this was helpful. I didn't, I didn't know. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Okay. I really, okay. Then let's just get right, get right into this. Literally. Yeah. Because I love that you're saying that you got trained by a Cosmo and they they're focusing on hair. They don't know all those little details. I think mm-hmm. that's why, you know, if you know me, I'm always talking about the, like the details yes. matter. And yes. some people are probably like eye roll, double eye roll. Like, <laughs> like that seems like so extra. Like that yeah. seems like so much. And I even remember, it's funny because when you were posting the other day, like, did you have a boss that you thought like maybe was like hard on you? And I thought about mm-hmm. myself 
being a boss. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember training my estheticians and they probably thought I was being hard on them because I'm like, no, you have to, when you're do, especially like we're talking about hydrofacial, you had a hydrofacial yes, bad experience, yes. which we'll talk about in a second, but yeah. just like, I was so particular with how they were treating the face. And I think mm-hmm. You could tell they weren't saying it, but they were probably a little bit annoyed with me because I think they thought I was like nitpicking them. Right. Mm. When I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's because you need to give a proper service and not every client is going to know, but some clients yes. are. Yes. Okay. So before we like <laughs> expand rewind. on this, yeah, yeah, rewind. I'm like, we're just getting right into this. Can yeah. you tell everybody what happened the other day? And and then okay. d- just like just a little bit okay. and then tell us what people were saying. I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So to give you guys context, <laughs> I went and got a hydrofacial the other day. I'm trying to get a facial once a month. And I say this a lot, but I think it's so important for estheticians to go get services because there's a particular feeling and you guys know it. I know you love going to the spa too, but when you have that facial or that massage, that treatment on the books, you look forward to it all week. And it's time that you're taking out of your day. I could be doing a million other things, but I'm choosing to take care of myself and make myself a priority and make space in my life for that. So, and first of all, I think we just have to understand estheticians we occupy a very important space for people. We're opening our doors and saying, come in, this is a safe space where you can relax, get away from your busy day and just have that hour for yourself. So I booked a hydrofacial. I did a little bit of research on Yelp. I picked a place with mostly five-star reviews in a nice neighborhood. And I think I've learned and I've talked about this with Casey. We're we're picky. Like I understand, like I'm not the, (laughs) I'm not the easiest customer, but I'm also not the most difficult. I don't go into a facial now expecting to get a Casey facial. Right. I'm just, I'm hoping somebody is going to look me in the eye, have a good bedside manner, acknowledge me, connect with me, listen to me and be present. I'm I don't think my expectations are like anything crazy, but I just want to feel seen and heard and validated. And I think everybody has that expectation, whether the client is cued into what to look for or Mm -hmm. not. We're all hardwired to want that connection. It's a feeling, right? You get, it's mm -hmm. a feeling. You can tell someone Mm -hmm. slaps you on the table and they're just moving (laughs) around. Like, cause I just had an experience like that. I'm like, what, what the heck? Or if you see someone who's putting energy and effort into you. Just, Mm -hmm. just give me the effort. It's, it's a clear distinction Mm -hmm. when somebody wants to be there versus they hate being there or they just are confused. <laughs> they don't know if they want to be there or not. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Basically, I just, I walked into the space. I just didn't feel acknowledged. It was kind of just like, what's your name? I'll be doing that service for you. Have a seat, fill out this paperwork, which mm-hmm. Casey, I know we talk a lot about what to do when people are walking in and the grading that needs yeah. to happen. But 
it's just basic stuff. It's hello. How are you? It's a positive, happy energy. This is a new space for somebody else. It's not their home. You might be comfortable, but this is all new for them. So people are walking in off the street. They've come from a busy day at work. They've had trouble parking. They're probably frazzled and they're in a new space. So when somebody walks in, Offer a refreshment if you can under COVID circumstances. Right. Let them know where the bathroom is. Say their mm-hmm. name. If you know they're yeah. coming for the appointment, you know Julie has a facial at one o'clock. Hi, Julie. It's so great to see you. How are you? Just yeah. like acknowledgement. Yeah. Acknowledge. If you don't know their name and you have to ask, uh-huh. you ask. And then I think even repeating their name back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hi, Julie. How are you? It's just, it's a moment of personal connection mm-hmm. before you take them back to that vulnerable space. So I know I'm looking for these things and it, it's not something everyone's trained on, but just the human connection of wanting to be there and acknowledging is all I'm really looking for. If they're walking in the door, like you said, (laughs) they've probably been looking forward to this all week, all month, right? Just a tiny bit of acknowledgement. And these services aren't cheap. I think that's the other thing. Like when you when you pay to get a service, which is yeah. why I recommend Estes doing this, you're reminded that's three hundred dollars. That's that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot. So you know, it's like the hydrofacial is great if you want to have expensive equipment. That's great, but that can't be all that it is because mm, I could thank go, you. I could go get that service from a robot. <laughs> but I'm right. I'm, Walking into the space and just expecting a like a normal human interaction. You're so, hoping that money's paying for the experience as well yes, as Haley, exactly the treatment, right? It's both. Yes, it yeah. has to be. You have to think about it, right? It's not just well, it's a hydrofacial, so it's just two hundred fifty dollars, and that's what you get. It's like <laughs> that's how, it co- right. how much it costs. And like you yeah. said, even if customers aren't sure what to expect, there's like a feeling, and it should feel yes. inviting and welcoming. You know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. The only way I can like, I don't know, I'm like trying to think of a comparison that's not, you know, like skincare beauty really. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like there's McDonald's, right? Here's me, here I go with my weird analogies. You know, we it's McDonald's. They're, they're, yeah, they're throwing you some French fries or you're going to like a five-star high-end restaurant where they're cleaning the table and they're walking you to it. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's yeah. a clean. Yes. And I love that analogy and it resonates <laughs> with your guys's background, but that, service, that good service, I hate to see it kind of just being lost. Yeah. And it's, mm. it just, it really is that, that it's hard to teach. I think sometimes like people's skills and just self-awareness. And mm-hmm. again, I think this, the technical skills can be learned, but it's that art of just communicating with people and making them feel at home. And if you don't have that innate ability, you can kind of tune into that too, but you have to want to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think you can just tell some people aren't interested in that and it's right job. And then, so that makes me think, you know, I, I'm sure you do too, Tess. We get all these questions. You know, how do I build a clientele? How do I keep a clientele? Why am I, why is my clientele not growing? And I think these are hard questions you need to ask yourself. You know, are you really giving the client everything that you have? Or are you just slapping them down, you know, 
doing a quick hydrofacial, asking them for $250 and sending them out the door and wondering mm-hmm. why people aren't rebooking. You have yes. to look at yourself from an outside perspective and go, am I giving everything? And I think that's a thing. I want to make this a standard. This is the mm-hmm. test yes. glow skincare yes. standard mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you have to put energy into every single one of these people that come through the door. And I believe that if you do that, it's going to grow and change your entire business and probably your entire life. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's just taking pride in your work and having a standard of excellence. Yeah. And again, I had to learn that I didn't, I didn't think about these things like super tight sheets and offering people the bathroom and just like mm-hmm. that personal touch of aromatherapy. I didn't think about that in my right. first job and I had to be taught it. So that's why I think these conversations are important. So SDs Mm -hmm. are aware, like we got to do a little bit better. It's again, such a special space to occupy. And if you're going to do it, I think just like do it with passion or don't do it at all. There are so many jobs where you can phone it in, but this just isn't one of them. It's so true. I think this conversation is so important. I feel like we talk about it all the time, but I think there's a reason And it's because for whatever reason, a lot of us estheticians, we're not connecting everything together. And yet this Mm -hmm. isn't a job where you can half-ass it or skimp on it. This is you have to put all of your energy into your business, into your clients. And I can say from personal experience, when I wasn't putting all my energy in to my business, Mm -hmm. it showed. Yeah. People weren't happy. And and Mm -hmm. I think something that is important to kind of realizing this is that this isn't being taught at school, right? So in esthetician school, you're not learning this. So that means you have to actively continue your education once you graduate, which is the real skills that you need to learn. You have to learn how to actually be an esthetician, which means caring for your clients. And I think like you said, Tess, I think, you know, having the tactical skills right? Of being an, mm-hmm. an mm-hmm. esthetician, having knowledge and experience with products and ingredients is a huge part of this. But, and tell me what you think about this. I think like 50, 60%, the other mm-hmm. 40 to 50% is your bedside manner. Mm. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> you know, it's not easy to be a five-star esthetician where you're, you know, I, I think those people stand out in the industry because it's not easy to be a people person and establish that connection with people. It takes self-awareness. It takes wanting to listen to other people's needs and and making them feel seen and heard. And I think you kind of have to develop some confidence to get there because I think, you know, with a lot of new estheticians, we can be very in our head and it's almost like you're going through a checklist of things you have to do. And it can take a while to get over that hump where, you know, you know what you're doing and you have that confidence in yourself. And, you know, then again, the technical skills are a piece of it too. And I didn't talk about, I didn't talk about the service too much, Yeah, but it's interesting you brought that up about the skills and the personality because for me that's kind of what just made it feel like it missed the mark it was it was both were missing yeah. i can tell when you know you're picking up a piece of equipment and it's just not smooth it's not cohesive it's 
it's abrupt or jumpy or you're getting up to adjust things, fix things, you're pausing, maybe like I could tell she was getting a little bit frustrated with herself and like oh, it's God. so tough because I'm like I'm a girl I want to help you but I know I'm like do you want me to do it like <laughs> it's but yeah so it's I think the confidence is needed and yeah. if you need more training I think that's kind of on the management like they've got to make sure you're confident and comfortable before you're working with clients, but it is, it is both things. It's, it's the personality and it is the technical training too. It's mm-hmm. all, it's all, it's all of it. It's yeah. all of it. And just like I'm going back when I was saying, when I used to train estheticians and I think sometimes, you know, they thought I was being hard on them or I was nitpicking, but there was, it wasn't that I was nitpicking. There's just certain things that people notice. They're going to notice if the bed is messy. They're going to notice if you aren't showing up as your best self. They're also going to know if you're having, doing a super sporadic treatment (laughs) where your hands aren't on them or the hydrodermabrasion tip is all over the face. Like there needs to be Mm -hmm. cohesive movements. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a dancer. I came from a dance background. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm literally dancing on people's face, hopefully in the best way possible where... (laughs) You know, I think about times I've gotten massages and facials where like I will notice they do one thing on one side of my face and something else. I'm like, no, it drives <laughs> right. not symmetrical. Nuts. And yeah. exactly. It's not symmetrical. And I'm obviously very particular because I'm a professional in this industry, but I do yeah. think that there's clients out there that have had enough facials where they're going to know too. Mm -hmm. And, or like I was saying before, they're just going to feel like something's off, right? They might not be able to put their finger on it, but they're going to go, their energy was off. The facial felt weird. My skin is Mm -hmm. watchy. They're going to notice something Mm -hmm. and they might not come back. Right. Yeah, That's the thing. And when they open their eyes, like it should be a no brainer. Like they know if they've had, an amazing experience or it was just kind of whatever. And yeah. I I was messaging Casey and I was like, Casey, I'm pissed. Like, and I was, <laughs> I get I was, it. I would be pissed I, too. Right. I mean, yeah. I was thinking about why I was feeling that way and just like kind of agitated. Mm-hmm. And I happened to be listening to a podcast on gut health and mm. what goes on in our gut. And what I was learning was that there are actual nerve cells in our gut, and this is connected to our emotions yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and how we feel. And I was getting that feeling that I wasn't secure. Mm. I wasn't in a safe space. I wasn't being listened to. <laughs> and I just felt extra vulnerable. So there's there can be a point in the facial where somebody like it's not clicking and mm-hmm. it's actually a disconnect and people start to feel agitated. They're not getting mm-hmm. their money's worth and they don't feel comfortable. I mean, let's just break it down. You take off half your clothes, you lay down on this table. <laughs> And then this person that's sitting behind you isn't really giving you the care that you need. You kind yeah. you go into that like fight or flight mode and you're like, am I not right. safe? I'm feeling uncomfortable and you're pissed because you spent right. $250 and you yeah. wanted a $250 worth of service. Exactly. Yeah. It's And there's it's, nothing wrong with that. I know. And that's also something like... <laughs> I have a hard time. I don't like confrontation. I, I know. don't like complaining. Same. And I, I'm sure it's like, we know how it is. I know how it feels to get a complaint. You never yeah. forget it. It doesn't yeah. feel good. No. 
But, you know, it's like we also have to understand it's not always people being a Karen. There can be just a feeling of like it it missed the mark. And yeah. I was getting a lot of responses from my stories where I was sharing this experience of people saying like, you need to call them and let them let them know what happened. I know. Yeah. I feel like I'm like you, Tessa. I'm like, oh, I don't want to call and <sighs> say you I did know. a shitty job. I mean, I know. I don't. And you're so sweet. And I, you know... I know you would come from a place of love that you actually just want to mm-hmm. help this person. Right. So, and I yeah. think you, you have to think like that, but on the other hand, I get it. Like I had a shitty haircut a little while ago where I asked oh, her no. to take a couple inches off and I don't even think she cut any hair. And like when, you know, it's like in the moment when we were talking and she's blow drying me, like sometimes you get distracted by mm-hmm. the service provider. And then of course, side note, she was asking me all these business questions, but that's a whole other story. I don't want to yeah. be offering you advice right now, but I can't help myself. But then I left. I'm like, oh, I'm not happy with my yeah. hair, but I don't want to call and bitch. But at the same time, are yeah. we really bitching? Or are we asking for what we paid for? It's I think you're asking, asking what we paid for. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a kind of a, a blurred line. Yeah. And I mean, I did call and I explained, yes. Oh, good. Okay. Tell us. Yeah. How'd that (laughs) go? Not so well. It made me understand where they're at. Yes. I mean, it made me understand what the management is all about and it's clearly money if it's not right customer service. So she wasn't really interested in what I had to say. She asked if I wanted to talk to the esthetician and if I wanted to reach out. And I was just kind of like, I you were already put off. Like you were already put yeah, off by the manager or whoever you spoke with. Yeah. Like I kind yeah. of feel like it's on the manager's plate it, to make it right on. And yeah. we, Tess, I know you came from a sweet place because I don't mm-hmm. think you have a bad bone in your body. So you don't like, I'm sure your demeanor was great, which means it's like, yeah, they're just at a place where it's like defensive. Yeah. Yeah, They just don't care. They don't want to care. They just want your 250 bucks and send you on your way. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, I I never really am going to ask for my money back in that situation. But it's just about like, I think businesses should know if, if they're missing Mm -hmm. work. And I would want to know if that was my esthetician and that was my business. Yeah. So I don't know. Look, getting a complaint is a hard pill to swallow. Maybe she didn't respond great to you on the phone, but you can hope that maybe somewhere in the back of her mind, or she goes to talk to the esthetician that long-term that might change or affect how they do things. You have to, I, that's the only way I can think of it because I can talk from personal experience when I've had complaints in the past, which hasn't happened Uh in literally 5 million years, but I did have complaints Mm -hmm. where maybe at first it's like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) But if I really sat with it and I think back to that old Casey, like I wasn't in a good place personally. Mm -hmm. And there was no way I could be in a good place as an esthetician Mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think having those experiences back then has changed who I am now and how I perform services now. Yes. Mm. Yes. And look, I hear you. I didn't want to hear it either when I was first starting out. And that's, I think, when you can get the most 
complaints because you're not secure with yourself and it's, yeah. it's all new. Yeah. And I think the tough thing is like, we're up against the human ego when we're yeah. giving a complaint or yeah. you're the boss trying to tell the esthetician. And that's the best thing. And I know you always say this, Casey, to try to take the ego out of it because mm-hmm. it will just only help you yeah. if you can pause and sit in that feedback and just try to not <laughs> let your gut reaction be, but I did everything I could, but I, I, you know, I, I can't think of anything I did wrong. It's yeah. just, this was their experience and that, right. that's valid. It's yeah. Totally- you have to. You have to allow it to be like constructive criticism. Like don't take it as an attack. Take it as, okay, this person can actually help me get better. Okay. So I have a question. Okay. Did they know that you're an esthetician? Yeah. So I told them (laughs) on the phone and I don't know about you, Casey, like when you go to a service, do you say that? Like, it's not like Uh, I'm trying to hide anything. Take take your secrets. I just simply want to disconnect from the world where I am the professional and I just want Mm -hmm. to enjoy the treatment. So I didn't tell the esthetician that I was because I just kind of want to be an innocent bystander getting But I did tell the manager, I said, look, I I know how the hydrofacial is supposed to be given. The technique was not exactly correct. And and I just said, I think there's some things about the business that that could be a little bit improved on just when it comes to customer service and and acting like you want to be there and just the experience overall, because yeah, it just, it, it wasn't there for me. And I know we talk a lot about like setting the mood and, yeah. and setting mm-hmm. the vibe. And that was kind of, it was like the perfect storm of basically mm-hmm. just what not to do. Like right. I walked into this room, it's on an upper level floor, which is kind of a challenge because you get a lot of sunlight, but the room was very bright. Mm. There was just storage everywhere. The moment I walked in, there was other staff coming in the room to get things. What? what? And then they were like, oh, you can man. lie down on the table. I was like, with like the door. Can open, I? With like, can't like. What? And then Should she I? just went. <laughs> Should I? <laughs> she went straight to the hydrofacial. And she okay. like, she didn't even cleanse you. Like, this is like, no! I'm having a moment what? where like, you know, you have, they have like bar rescue. We need to do like spa rescue. Yes. Did you want to just like have a salon takeover? Oh. I did. Like, and I hate that feeling yeah. when the service hasn't even started and you're like, oh no. You're like, yes. shit. There's like 45 red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, so, I gotta go, actually. I got <laughs> go. No, yeah. I have my deposit, so I guess I'm yeah. in this. But oh. I know. So I lay down, there's no cleanse. And this is just something maybe will be valuable if you do offer the hydrofacial or some sort of equipment like that. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the second somebody lies on the treatment table, like that needs to be a moment of connection. I feel like yes. the first move should be like pushing oh, the shoulders down. Yes. Just like placement on their head, getting them centered, like something, talk with them, consult with them. There was also mm-hmm. no skin analysis. So I'm not confident what you're putting on my skin is even right. Yeah. For me. How do you know that you don't know anything about about my skin. Right. So, and then the first thing we did was just hydrofacial straight to the hydrofacial. Insane. 
And it was something, I don't know if it was appeal. I think it was appeal, but it was just burning immediately. <laughs> you're like, like, I don't even know. No. Over my tinted sunscreen. It's like uh, dripping down gross. into my ears. I, right. Just yeah. like all of the worst case scenarios sounds like your experience. Like it's, it's all the things that I try and talk about right. not to do. It, it right. It literally like, is. And I hate to talk negative, but I think it's, you know, and we're, I don't want to talk shit about this place, but it's like, come on on like some of this stuff should be common sense but for whatever reason it's not right right like yeah give me a break yeah i know and i mean i think it was it is scary i think it was run by medical practitioners nurses doctors yeah and this is just the disconnect when estheticians are being managed by cosmos or medical professionals who aren't taught about personal touch. And that's just something so specific to estheticians. And I feel for this esthetician because it's obviously not her fault. These things aren't being taught to her, but that's why it's on. I've realized like it's on the business it's on the business. And I want to be part of changing the industry for the better. I don't want Mm -hmm. us to just accept like subpar service for, for what our industry is because we all represent each other. Yes. Mm. Yeah. There is a collective, right? There is a collective and hopefully we can lift everybody up. Right. Having that, that gold standard, standard. you know, Mm -hmm. and and the cool thing about it is everyone could put their own special twist, right? Tess, Mm -hmm. you and I could be living the same gold SD standard, but my experience is going to, or my facial is going to be so much different than yours. And that's the beauty of it. Yes. But yeah, if there's not even a proper cleanse involved and you're basically getting a $250 facial in the storage room, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And just okay. like, oh my God. No, go ahead, Casey. No, just going to say, there's <laughs> no, just going, there's no bedside manner. And as no. an esthetician, you have to have bedside manner. If you want longevity in this career, you have to, yes. it's a non-negotiable yes. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Those like every person that walks through your door, that's an opportunity to yes. connect. And we got to make the most of that time in the treatment room. Yeah. And that was the other thing. She wasn't there for most of the service. She would do parts of the hydrofacial, <laughs> put an LED on me, leave me for 10 or 15 minutes, come back. She did that a second time. And then it's like every time she came back in, it was just disjointed. I think if you're going to leave the room, which I talked about this on stories, how important it is to stay in contact with your client. If you don't have to leave, you don't want to, and you want to keep like at least one hand, like I'm reaching for a bowl. I still have one hand on the client and it's keeping Mm -hmm. them safe and secure and letting them know, like, I'm not leaving you. I'm here with you. And if, if I'm going to leave, like maybe I need to refill my bowl or get water Mm -hmm. or something, or I've, I've just done like a facial where I've spent 45 minutes and like, you know, I was invested in you. Like, you know, yeah. I've been here with you. If I'm leaving to get some water, it's not so much of a big deal. And at that point, the clients relax, like maybe they're masking, that's fine. But if it's 10 minutes into the service and that connection hasn't been established, it's too soon. 
spoon and for it yeah. to happen twice. And like in the beginning, it's just, you want there to be like a rhythm about it. And Casey, I love that you mentioned, like, it's like a dance it is. It really is a rhythm. And like, there's all these nonverbal pieces of it that people yeah. aren't picking up on, but like, they know three feet, like three passes feels right. Like, right. It's a feeling. It, they might not a, know the technicalities of it, but there's a feeling. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's a rhythm to it. Like I should feel like there's a rhythm and you can count in your head. There's all these things you can do. Yeah. I'm not a trained dancer like Casey, but it's just having a rhythm and making it feel continuous and just mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know, special. So, and I think we just can't lose the personal touch. So if you do have great equipment and it's expensive, that can be such an asset to your business, but we can't lose that element of personal touch. You just can't. I mean, that's what people are coming for is the personal Mm -hmm. touch. Like I actually don't give a shit that much if you're using (laughs) hydrofacial or not, but you better be touching me with a good touch, right? That's what I'm... Be intentional, dang it. Intentional. (laughs) Be intentional, dang it. That's all it is. Being intentional, that really sums everything up. And I think there's this, like, sometimes this separation between a corrective facial and a quote unquote fluff facial. Yes. Mm. We have to marry them a little bit. A lot. A lot. Like even (laughs) if you are a nurse practitioner administering a hydrofacial or you're a medical esthetician, still, we just want to like, your services are going to like really this is how you blow somebody's mind is with yes. the personal connection. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and you know it's funny, I'm not surprised now that you're saying that this was like a medical building because there is a big difference between like, you know, a medical quote unquote facial and a fluff facial, but they should be married. I mean, speaking mm-hmm. from experience, I worked as a medical esthetician in a medical spa for years before I opened Glow, but yeah. I always still included a little bit of massage, a proper cleanse because it's still a facial. And, <laughs> but at the end of the day, most of the time, the doctor or the nurse or whoever's working, they might not mm-hmm. know. So that is kind of the yeah. esthetician's responsibility. Or if you decide, okay, I'm just going to be super like clinical medical and it's just like a cleanse and the hydrofacial and the moisturizer. But I think you need to be very clear and upfront that that's what you're getting. Because I have Mm -hmm. been to places where it's like, that's Mm -hmm. all it is. And I'm like, no, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But yeah, I just... I've, I talk about this all the time that lots of times us estheticians, you know, we are like hands-on, we are tactile, like we, we work with our hands and you have mm-hmm. to remember that there's feelings that come through our hands. There's energy mm-hmm. that comes through our hands and you can think I'm woo woo. You can think I'm nuts, but it's true. And even if you don't believe it, even if your client doesn't understand it, there is a feeling with your hands and there is a feeling in that treatment room, no matter mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. No matter it's un- what, it's yeah. it's just undeniable. It's not really negotiable. Like it's, it's just people want that human connection. So it's not an easy, it's not an easy job. It's it can get mm-hmm. really physically 
tiring, especially if you're giving multiple facials a day. Yeah. It's a lot of energy to it take is. in. It's, I think, underestimated. Like it's yes. hard to give a really great facial. It takes so many skills. It takes the technical training. It takes the emotional intelligence. Nobody's saying it's easy, but if you want to occupy the space, I think it just has to be done with intention, done with energy. You got to want to be there. If you don't want to be there, the client probably doesn't either. For for sure. They don't. They don't. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, being an esthetician is so multidimensional and I think you're right. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we don't get the credit or we're not even giving ourselves enough credit for Mm -hmm. all the different components that go into it. There is like, yes, the, it's a little, it's, it's endless. And I think that's why we keep, we have to keep talking about this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, to beat anyone down. It's not to no, like, no. you know, jam it's to bring you up. It's to bring yeah, you up and yes. to, to really understand and to respect the craft. It is such yes. an incredible craft. If you can hone in your skills. And like I said, everyone's going to be a little bit different. And that is the beauty of this is we mm-hmm. all can bring our own passions and creativity into it, but you mm-hmm. have to have that passion. And maybe if you're not passionate about this yes. and you just thought it was easy money or mm-hmm. you thought it looked cute on Instagram, mm-hmm. then maybe this isn't the job for you. And that's okay too. It's totally, it's totally okay. okay. Yeah. Or even if you need a break, you need to cut back. Like even I, I had to be real with myself when COVID started, like dealing with my health issues and knowing how anxious I am about germs. Yeah. I just, it yeah. wasn't easy, but I had to say, I can't be in this space and and do what I need to do to the best of my ability. So Mm -hmm. I need to take a little step back and I can listen to my other strengths. And and that's just what had to happen. I hope to get back in the treatment room one day, but it's just, I think being real with yourself. And I mean, I don't want to intimidate anybody. And I think new estheticians, I hope you can understand you are such an asset to this industry. Again, it's not about being like a 10 out of 10 perfect Casey facial with 15 years of experience in this industry. It's about Mm -hmm. wanting to be there. And there is a reason I was able to work alongside estheticians who had that same level of experience. They had that longstanding list of clientele. I was able to work in the same space and attract the same amount of people because of the energy. And it's just like, just passion, tenacity. I wanted to be there Mm -hmm. so badly. And the confidence is something I think we need to work on because I don't know if the esthetician I saw, maybe it wasn't that she didn't want to be there, but sometimes it's that insecurity that mm-hmm. kind of can put people off. And sometimes yeah. if if you're dealing with insecurity, questioning everything you're doing, it can come off like you don't want to be there. So that's totally. something just for people to think about and do what you need to do. I had to do a lot of work on myself to hype myself up and to feel mm-hmm. worthy and to communicate that worthiness when I was giving services. And every day I 
drove to work, I would listen to affirmations. I would listen to Gary V, just things to get <laughs> me like hyped up and, and instill that sense of confidence and kind of like shake me and wake me up. Uh-huh. And I think we also have to realize it is a disservice to your clients to lack self-confidence yeah. and to feel insecure. It just yeah. really is. People it is feel that. So we have yeah. to get right. And we have to tell ourselves we're worthy of this job. We need to keep practicing, get that repetition of working on people. Your hands should feel confident. That's the thing that speaks so loudly when an so loud. is scared to put their hands down. Aww. And you guys, I was, I was scared for probably a year. To, uh, to who, really, who isn't? Let's be honest. Hey, who I don't isn't? know because I feel like in esthetician school, there's maybe there's one or two people <sighs> who are so confident from the get go, right? And sometimes you can feel like, how am I ever going to get there? And I I felt that way, and I had to just do the work and get so comfortable. And there was a day where my boss was like, "You're not timid anymore. Like it, this is That's so great. so good. Keep leaning into that." And I would try every day and tell myself, like, we're not going to be timid. That's a disservice to whoever (laughs) is walking through my door. They're paying good money. I'm not going to stand in my own way by being shaky and afraid to give the service that they're there for. Right. Yeah. I think working on your own personal confidence is everything, especially Mm. in this business. And I love that you're saying you were pumping yourself up, listening to positive (sighs) affirmations. And at the end of the day, you have to just practice. It's the Mm -hmm. only way to get through, right? You can't just like snap your fingers and one day you're confident. I mean, yes, Mm -hmm. some people naturally exude maybe a little bit more confidence. Someone might be a little bit more timid, but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you have to practice. You have to practice and work on your confidence and you have to physically, manually practice facials. So when people ask, what do I do? I'm like, touch every freaking face that you can. Your yes. mom, brother, your dog, your cat. I don't care. Like you just mm-hmm. keep practicing till if one day you wake up and you go, even if Beyonce walked through that door, I am going to touch her with confidence. I might be freaking out mm-hmm. in my head a little bit, mm-hmm. but I will touch her with confidence because this is my craft. I love it. And I want to take care of people. Yes. You, you want to feel... And I look so I look back on these times of working in the treatment room, like so it was just such a special time because I left every day exhausted, yeah, just so proud of myself that I yeah. like mm-hmm. literally leave it on the table, like put it all out there. Right. Of course, you have to manage your energy, like yeah. so you can you can <laughs> it's a whole other podcast. It's, That's it's, an entire yes. thing. Yeah. You Guys, have to you do have to protect easy. your energy. You do have mm-hmm. to manage it, right? Because you can burn yourself out and you you want to give everything, but don't forget to hold on to a little bit for yourself too, because yeah. this job can kill you. Like mm-hmm. it can drain the shit out of you. Like it yeah. can make you only if you Ill. let it. Only if you let it. Again, from personal yeah. experience, because I've done every single thing wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I've made it make me sick, you know? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I mean, I think I was sick personally and then uh-huh. taking on, you know, taking on the other people's energy at the same time, overworking, right? right? For whatever reason, a lot of us have this tendency to also overwork, to overgive, to mm-hmm. overbook ourselves. 
which again, I feel like could be an entirely different podcast. Mm -hmm. So there is this like balance between like giving, right? We, we, we need to give, we need to exude confidence, but you can't drain your entire soul (laughs) in essence, you know, you can't. No, I think we need to be real with ourselves Mm -hmm. about like the number of days you can work in the treatment room, the number of people you can take. If you notice after the fourth person, like you're physically, emotionally tapped out, maybe three people is better. And, and there's other ways to spend your time or earn money or get creative doing something else in this industry. It's, it's difficult to give five facials a day, every day and, and have that. <laughs> it's honestly know, insane it, to me. At it's this a point, crazy expectation. It's crazy. And I, I think that's another thing that needs to change in this industry is business owners, whether they're estheticians or not have these expectations for their estheticians to bang mm-hmm. out five, mm-hmm. six, eight facials a day. That shouldn't be the standard anymore. I no. think like I can't do no. it anymore and I won't no. do it anymore. And really, no, I don't shouldn't. think we, we should. I think five, <laughs> no. five a day, probably mm-hmm. three or four days a week. If you're like at your peak energy, right? Yes, but I think right. if you can look at me, if you can look at Tess and go, okay, yeah, they're estheticians, but we're not full quote unquote, practicing in the treatment room, we found other ways to, you know, support the esthetician community, make Mm -hmm. money and Mm -hmm. still do what Mm -hmm. we love to do. Right. Yes. There's so much opportunity, especially in 2021. You don't just have to be killing yourself in the treatment room anymore. No, no. And yeah, I've said this before, but just like you have to pay attention to your body because it really keeps score and we have to let go of that self-judgment. I I would give five or six facials a day, two days a week. And then I would feel guilty, even though I'm have multiple autoimmune problems. I have fibromyalgia affecting my joints and my muscles, but I would gaslight myself and compare myself Mm. to the esthetician Mm. who's giving 10 facials a day, every day. They're miserable, miserable. They're going home. They're binge eating. They're binge drinking. They're probably smoking a cigarette and they're miserable. Okay. Cause I did it. (laughs) So yeah, we just have to be real about like what what works for you. And if if it's not working anymore, and if you're only excited to be in the treatment room, like you can only maintain that two or three days a week. That is so okay. okay. That's okay. It's healthy. That's actually healthy. healthy. And I think we need to, if you're not in a space where someone is supporting that, whether you're working for someone or you're working for yourself, then find, go somewhere where that they mm-hmm. are supporting mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is hard to find. Robots. We is, are not robots. hard, but yeah. not impossible. It's not. You, if, if you tell yourself, that's what I need, you can find it. Yes. And gosh, I mean, you know, it, it's just smart for the employer. Even if that means you have more people on staff yeah. and they're doing less days a week, people are going to be happier, happier, better quality of care, happier clients. It's just nobody, the client, it's not fair to the client to no. walk into that burnout. You're not giving them no. your best self. There's just no way. And which brings me to 
really quick rate, then you raise your prices. Everyone should be raising their prices. This Mm -hmm. is included in this gold standard. Well, I need more money or I can't afford this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then as a whole, as a collective, as estheticians, we all need to be raising our prices. There needs to be a higher Mm -hmm. standard because this isn't just like, I don't know, a quick in and out little thing. This is such a complex, diverse service that we're offering. You need to charge for it. And Mm -hmm. if you're charging what you are worth, you probably won't have to work as many hours in the treatment room. And then everybody's happier. You're happier. The client's getting a better service. You're able to go home, you know, without killing yourself and support yourself and hopefully support your family too. Yes. And if you're not... Everybody wins. Yes, everybody wins. It's, yeah, I think that's so important and not talked about enough pricing mm-hmm. yourself for the life that you want to live. And yeah. it's expensive mm-hmm. yeah. to live in this world. Yeah. I like my consultations aren't cheap, but people have to understand like, I have to make a living wage if I of want course. to do this and if I want to continue to provide this service and if you're not charging for virtual consultations I would also like to see Start. that change in the industry Please. because it is your it's your time it's precious intelligence and I'm telling you people will pay for that they will. it is mm-hmm. a valid service and I like what you said Casey because when we don't charge our worth, it brings down the standard for the whole industry. And this applies to content creators as well. Yes, I think we've accepted gifting and gosh, like social media is worth so much money. So much money. (laughs) The preferred way to market services and goods. So if you are like legitimately making social media a career and content creation a career, charge, charge, like charge. have a rate. Yes. Just literally charge. When yep. you don't charge, mm-hmm. it brings down the standard for everybody else. And totally nobody and deserves I, to live in that. No, no one deserves. And sometimes it's hard. I mean, I've been experiencing this personally. Haley knows. Haley's yeah. been holding me accountable as well. Thank God I have Haley to kind of like, <laughs> yeah. like this is the price and we're not going lower. And if you don't want it, bye-bye. You know, yes. if you can't, aff- if you can't quote unquote afford it, or you don't want to pay it and you, this isn't for bartering. Like this is, you don't get right. to like, go, no, well, this is you how much this? it costs. This is how much it costs Literally. and, and the story. And that comes from working on, you know, your personal confidence, right? Yeah. Know so your worth know, and be sure on it. Know mm-hmm. your worth and stick to it. Even when you go, oh my God. God, I must be crazy because I'm (laughs) turning down this client. I'm turning down this money, but you could turn that corner and there could be a whole new opportunity with the money that you're asking for or potentially Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. more. But you have to have that like inner confidence, which is difficult to do. So start practicing (sighs) now. So when those opportunities show up, you're ready. Mm Mm-hmm. It is not easy to stick to your guns, no. especially if you're in business by yourself. I wish I had a Haley <laughs> on my shoulder. You have yeah. us. You have you us. Call me and I'll call tell us, you to call stick to your us. guns. We'll, yeah. I know. Haley's <laughs> the sweetest. She's so supportive. I was talking oh. to her the other day about my my health stuff. She's like, you can call me. Um, oh, yeah. So sweet. She means but it. I know I do. she does. She's like <laughs> the most special, genuine person ever. And I'm so grateful for you, Haley. But like yeah, everyone everyone doesn't have a Haley. 
So we have to remind ourselves that you're going to save yourself time and heartache by sticking to your guns initially. Mm -hmm. It's always the clients and I'm dealing with this currently that you accepted in the beginning that asked for a discount that come back later, asking for more discounts, asking for things for free, asking you to make recommendations for them to purchase products somewhere else, just things that are not going, not connected to your business and not going to come back to you. So just don't allow it and put your foot down. No more discounts. No more discounts, guys. No more discounts. You know what? If you really are needing like an accountability buddy for this kind of thing, go find another esthetician because they need an accountability Mm -hmm. buddy too. Go find a match. Go find someone and you can support each other. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about, really. You you know, you guys have us too. It's, you know, DM me. I'm sure you could DM Tess. We're going to sell you you the same thing. Mm -hmm. I know. Yep. And I, I always come to you, Casey, and say, I feel so guilty, but we don't feel guilty. We should not. We should Why not. feel guilty? Because we're human, you know, because we're, we're human and yeah. we, we we're putting ourselves in their shoes. And because we are, we are givers, we want to help, you know, right. but at what cost? It can't be mm-hmm. at the cost of my own life, my own <laughs> happiness, my own financials. No. You know, it it just can't, you know, and sometimes someone else might think I'm the bad guy. But at the end of the day, like Mm -hmm. I've said so many times before, like I go to sleep with me and I need to be happy with me at the end of the day, you know, instead Mm -hmm. of like taking that hundred dollar facial, that's actually $200. Then that client comes in and I'm pissed at myself. I'm pissed at the client. I go home pissed and it's just a chain reaction and it can turn into, it can manifest into so many things. Like literally, like I was saying before, like literally making myself physically and mentally ill on multiple levels. Oh yeah. No, I totally know. I, I honestly felt so off after that facial and I felt like I was feeling agitated and I just, I felt bad that I complained and I worried about like how she felt and I didn't sleep well. It was like haunting my dreams. No stress sleep, but you did the right thing. I'm telling you, you you did the right thing. thing. You learned something. And I think it's so cliche, like everything happens for a reason. And I think Mm -hmm. the reason is that you were able to share that on social. You're sharing it right now on the mm-hmm. podcast. And hopefully someone listening is having mm-hmm. one of those aha moments mm-hmm. right now. And now they're going to go out there and they're going to work on their confidence and they're going to kill it. Yes. That's why we do this. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yes. And just if you're, if this is all over your head, just bring it back to being present. Yes. Like, when your hands are on them, like just feel your hands rooted onto them. You're mm. nowhere else. The only place you have to be mm. is with your client. Mm-hmm. Focus on every individual movement. When mm-hmm. you're speaking to them, look into their eye, say their name, genuinely listen. If you ask what's going on with your skin, what are you here for? Just listen. listen. It's These mm-hmm. are things that we get distracted from because of our own anxiety and nerves, right. but you know what to do deep yeah. down. Just you do. connect to that person. You, yeah. If you stop and really listen and be present, you'll know. And I yes. think the more that you do that, the more that you practice that, the more you'll, you'll, you'll hear that intuition. You'll hear your gut speaking to you and you'll, mm-hmm. you'll know what to do. Yep. 
I mean, mic drop, end of story. Like, I know, pretty much. Know. We're all quiet. I'm like, yep. Yep. Conclusion. Yeah. Tess, I feel like we could talk to you literally all day, every day. Literally. We're going to have to have you on the podcast again because I feel like while we're having this conversation, we're like, oh, we need to have a, a podcast on <laughs> I this. Know. And a I podcast know. on that. So, you know, as we've said before, you are a bright light in this industry. You and are. you're welcome back anytime to talk about literally anything whatever you want whatever you want we love you (laughs) hopefully one day we can like actually meet you in person i know you know know. i I would love that because we really aren't hanging out yeah i know we really aren't we're not that that far we're not that far just on opposite ends of california but (laughs) i know we'll have to make it happen i would absolutely love that and just thank you guys so much for having me on and i hope just everyone listening knows what value these two bring to the industry you guys you you really are the real deal and thank you for validating everything i said and of course we're here to validate you you guys are are the people who understand hospitality and and good service so thank you for just really bringing that up in this industry and maintaining that gold standard because we need to hear it we need to hear it. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being vulnerable about your experience. Yeah. You always just put whatever's in my head. You're like able to <laughs> speak so well. I'm like, sometimes I can't put my words together, but I feel like Tess, you always just say it so beautifully. So thank oh. you for all of that. And we can't wait to have you back. We love you. Yeah, and anytime. you guys, anytime. And you guys, this is the gold standard now. Mm-hmm. And if you have questions... DM us, reach out. And like Haley said, maybe we need to work on like a private Facebook group or something, but like, Mm -hmm. so you guys can have accountability support group, group. like literally Literally. support group for confidence and knowing your worth. Right. Yeah. Guys, we got to know our worth. Nobody else is going to, to know it for us. Like nobody else. It's up to us. We have to feel it. And just remember, like you owe yourself that don't Mm -hmm. stand in your own way, thinking about what could go wrong in the facial, what you've done wrong. We've all done it wrong, but you are are valuable. You are valuable right now, wherever Mm -hmm. you are in your career, whether Mm -hmm. you haven't even started esthetician school or you've been doing it 20 years, like you are valuable. You just need to believe it. Yes. And again, last thing I'll say, even new SDs, just know you're not less valuable than somebody with 15 years of experience. In fact, you've got an edge on you because it's all new and exciting. So just lean into that passion. People just love being around people who love their job. And if you're excited about what you're doing immediately, like I want to book with you again. I want to book with the esthetician who's happy and excited to be there and just sees me and, and, you know, is there for me. So don't overcomplicate it. Don't overcomplicate it. It can be so di- it, it can be complex, but don't overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, Tess, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can listen to your podcast, all that good stuff. Oh, okay. Thank you. So <laughs> my podcast is The Treatment Room on Apple and Spotify. My Instagram and TikTok is at my SD Tessa, YouTube, Tess Zolly, and website tessaskin.com. 
amazing. You guys, if you're not following her on all of her platforms, you should now. Yeah. I love Tess. She's always good vibes. She gives it to you straight and she's really sweet while she does it. So the sweetest. We <laughs> go, love you. Thanks go for check her on. out. Thank you for coming on, Tess. We love you. And I'm sure we'll have you back soon. Thank you guys so much. I love you too. And thank you everybody for listening.